Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Merrill Moments. And Merrill Moments, we're off to the West Tamar Council uh, with Christina Homdahl and also a president of Elgat, of course. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Now, first up, um, how did you go? I'd love a bit of an update on I know the Australian Services Union called for the immediate public release of the entire report on the workplace culture at uh, West Tamar Council after repeated complaints by employees reporting bullying and nepotism at the West Tamar Council. A couple of things, Mike. First of all, um, the nepotism claim was dismissed uh, because there was no substantial proof that any nepotism or cronyism had happened. With regards to the bullying, um, we as a council have done everything we can to address that issue once once it was revealed through a staff survey as to what the concerns of our workers were. And I know there's been a lot of publicity around it and I'm not going to speculate on the reason for that publicity but uh, in the best interests of our staff um, there is a very good reason why um, the report has been uh, confidential. At our September meeting, um, Councillor Peter Carney moved a motion to have the report released to the public. That was... That wasn't carried, Um, it was amended and seven out of nine councillors uh, voted to keep the report confidential for the health and wellbeing of our current staff and two councillors voted against it. So for articles in local newspapers to suggest that we're sitting on something because we don't want it out in the open Um, I, as the Mayor and the General Manager, are only doing what our Council directed us to do, and that was to keep the report confidential and to release an executive summary and um, the recommendations which Council has endorsed. And, you know, it's very hard to take a long report and selectively report about it, missing some of the important facts. As long as I think I I can agree to keep people's names out of it that really don't need to have anything publicised in regard to to bullying or even anything to do with mental health, I think that's a totally personal issue. Um, Well, at least if uh, you've covered off on it, tell us, let's move on to Elgat Matters. It's the last chance to vote uh, because, let's face it, it's 2pm. By 2pm tomorrow, you might realistically have to come into council and drop your ballot in, and the numbers are still not as high as the government had hoped for. No, um, and and that's really disappointing because, Mike, there were mixed views in the local government sector as to the wisdom of um, introducing compulsory voting at such short notice. Um, And I hope it doesn't come to pass that, that more people don't become involved. And I'm really hoping for a rush because the whole idea of compulsory voting by the government was to get more people to become engaged in their Mm. local government issues and to vote. Um, And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that the the Electoral Commission has certainly um, advertised the fact that it is compulsory voting from this time. Um, But I do sometimes wonder whether there was enough information, especially to first-time voters, as to how the process works where to go to find information. You know, there are 18-year-olds that have never voted before, have suddenly received voting papers and probably said to mum and dad, what's all this about? 
so um, it it was a hasty process, and I do hope that there is a there is a rush into council offices today uh, to get those numbers up because it's really important that. Um, you know, compulsory voting has been worthwhile. Tell me about uh, the October Council meeting. Well, it was, I mean, it was certainly an interesting one to go out on. Uh, We had one very controversial um, planning application for a retrospective kennel licence for a greyhound breeder and trainer at Exeter. And you can imagine there was there was a lot of emotion involved and um, there were representations at the council from the RSPCA and people that are involved with uh, welfare and mm. uh, of of greyhounds. I had to um, I had to declare a non pecuniary conflict of interest in that one uh, and uh, councillor uh, Tim Wanarski had to declare a conflict of uh, pecuniary interest. Um, mine was because my view about greyhound racing is very well known out in the public and Councillor Wanowski because he does operate kennels as well. But um, at the end of the day, I know there was a great deal of disappointment that Council had no alternative but to pass that development application because it met the requirements of our planning scheme. Um, Councils cannot consider any kind of welfare issues when they're um, when they're considering um, an application of this kind. So that was that one, and there were five. Uh, there were four planning um, applications that were all challenged. Um, they were all passed um, because they did comply with the planning scheme. So it, it certainly mm. was an interesting meeting to go out on. Yeah, well, that does sound like it was. Tell me some projects, though, that then will continue with the new council. Well, I guess one of the one of the things that our council didn't do was we didn't sign up to the um, a caretaker period. So our council work was as usual all the way through. We were careful not to commit to any projects that may um, may be an issue for new coming councillors. But the, I guess the main one still for us is um, the West Tamer Highway through Lagana and, of course, the new school. And that's that's really, you know, developing at a rapid pace. And um, I think um, that, you know, we as a council have worked very hard to make that happen. It's been on the books. A, a wish for a school at Lagana has been on the books since Councillor Tim Wanowski first brought it to council. So there's no doubt that, um, you know, um, our hearts are very much in this being a great success. Um, there are also things like, you know, our swimming pool at Riverside um, is not going to um, be held together for too much longer. So that's a major uh, budgetary cost for council if we don't get support from the other levels of government. And we continue with um, with the, the, all the works that we do in the community, and um, and that's what our community expect. They expect the things that we do for them to be done well. Yeah, fair call. And uh, th- something else uh, that we better mention is the hard waste collection finishes the end of the month. Ratepayers need to register. That's correct. Um, the hard hard waste happens once a year, and that is when um, you know you drive through the suburbs and you see. Um, chairs and old desks 
desks and office chairs mm. and fridges and everything else. But it won't be picked up if you haven't registered. Um, so please get in touch with the West Tamer Council if you haven't registered yet and uh, you can do it online or you can ring the uh, switchboard number which is listed and get your names down because um, it, it, if, if, the, if, the, if you don't register, it's yep. an extra call out and that costs all the ratepayers more money. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, make sure you register for the hard waste collection. Finishes the end of the month and, gosh, we're close to that being the 24th today. I need to register. Tell me about the nominations for the Australia Day Awards. Well, we as a council every year on Australia Day, we have a citizenship ceremony, which is probably one of the biggest ones we hold throughout the year. And as mayor, I officiate on average in one a month. Um, mm. Last year was a little bit slower. It's been slower through COVID, but we have a citizenship ceremony. Then we award a citizen of the year, um, sportsman of the year, young sportsman of the year, and community group and the mayor also awards a special award that's um, a mayor's award that recognises somebody that's made an outstanding contribution over a long period of time in the municipality so to your listeners if you know anybody in your community that deserves that sort of recognition the application form isn't hard uh, we can help you through that if you're not sure but there are good people in all of the municipalities across Tasmania that that put in many, many hours of voluntary work and they never recognise duly for it. This mm. is the opportunity for somebody in our municipality to get that recognition. Good call. They go to the website, council website, and find out more? Absolutely, or ring our community services department and uh, they will they will assist in every way they can. Indeed. Uh, all right, well, it's uh, lovely speaking with you. We'll see if we speak to you again soon after the elections. Christina Homdahl, uh, West Tamar Mayor at the moment. Thank you for your time. And, and Mike, can I thank LAFM? I think that you've been an amazing supporter of this sector uh, in the way that you give time to the mayors to be able to, um, you know, talk about what's happening in their communities it's a wonderful community service and I sincerely thank you. An absolute pleasure. Thank you, Christina. Good to talk to you and all the, the very best uh, elections. That's it. very important. It's at 2pm tomorrow, so if you haven't got your vote in, good idea. Do it soon. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.